0: Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The The Pro Wrestling Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, The Man Who Trained, Carl Anderson, Anderson, The Monster Abyss, Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Harrison, Jillian Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. Wesley fans, what's going on? This is Short Sleeve
1: Samson. It's midget time!
0: You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is... Steve Sampson, professional wrestler of 24 years. Hello, sir. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. Hey,
0: thank you very much for coming on the show. I I appreciate
1: it. Thank you. And I also appreciate you, uh, you know, having me on the show. And, uh, you know, let's uh, have, have a great conversation and, uh, you know, talk about some wrestling stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes from there
0: absolutely absolutely and i think you and i have some mutual uh mutual friends andrew anderson
1: yes 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 we do
0: and uh john paul leblanc do you know him
1: yes i do yes i do they they're both
0: great guys great great guys so talk to me a little bit about your career 24 years (laughs) what kind of a ride has that been Uh, it's it's been it's been
1: an awesome ride it really really has i mean uh, you know, basically, I started back in uh, 1999. Uh, you know, just before Y2K, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was uh, a, a great time. It was a great ride. It's been uh, thrilling. It's it's almost been like a nice roller coaster ride to say, you know, uh, because there's been definitely been some uh, some downhills. There's been some uphills there's been some upside downhills, uh, there's been some corkscrews, there's been some twists, uh, you know, there's been some curvatures, there's been some reversals, and, uh, you know, basically, I'm still
0: on the ride, so it's been a a great time. When you decided to pursue your career, was wrestling your first choice, or did you have another plan? No, it was not my first choice, actually, it wasn't even in the
1: cards, um, when I started wrestling, actually, I got involved in wrestling completely backwards because I, I had a whole other career and everything. And uh, basically, there was uh, someone back in my home state of Rhode Island that was doing it on a local independent level and through a mutual friend had uh, you know got my contact info and contacted me one night and said, Hey, did you ever think about wrestling? Well, yeah, I watch it all the time, you know, I mean, ever since my earliest childhood memory, of course, I've thought about wrestling, you know, and uh, so basically he uh, had a match that uh, he was uh, a show that he was involved in and um, had basically was doing a a midget tag match and, uh, you know, needed another guy and asked me if I was interested. And when I told him I hadn't had any training. You know, we basically said, don't worry about it. We'll, you know, just come on down. We'll carry you through and you'll be good. So, um, you know, I had agreed and I had done that. And, uh, you know, my first match, my first tag match was... uh, It it was pretty crazy. It was pretty wild. And at the same time, I also feel bad for the fans that were there because they saw an untrained uh, professional wrestler in short sleeve Samson that was completely uh, off my rocker, you know. I mean, I remember even watching myself take a bump, and it looked like a tree that was just falling, Um, you know. It was was crazy. But, uh, you know, I did it. I survived it. I thanked him. I thanked the promoter. And, you know, I told him, I said, you know, if you ever need somebody again, let me know. I would definitely do it again. A little bit of time went by and then uh, I got a call to do another match. Well, that was on a Saturday night. Uh, On the following evening on Sunday night, I got a call from WWF basically asking if I was interested in uh, doing an episode of Monday Night Raw down in New Jersey the following night uh to basically we would be doing a skit um you know where it would be myself and uh the guy who got me into the business uh tiny the terrible and we'd be in the ring with um triple h shane stephanie mcmahon big show and we'd be making fun of the rock once i figured that this thing was legit and it wasn't somebody trying to create a uh you know uh, uh they they weren't pulling a prank or anything like that. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And uh, so yeah, I found myself the following night down in the Meadowlands, and uh, you know, the start of Monday Night Raw, and it was crazy. So when the episode uh, was over and I was heading back home, I told my wife at that time. I said, uh, if I'm going to do wrestling, I think I may want to go get trained. So I found a, a really good school, and uh, you know, that's how short sleeve, Samson started. What a start, right? I mean... Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, I I could have... uh, You know, I I could have retired at that point. You know, I mean, I've done... I've had two independent matches. I've already been in in WWF, uh, you know, and I I was already a superstar. I mean, come on. Nothing
0: is better than that. (laughs) I got a story for you. When I started this website, before I got online i interviewed harley race okay and i told my wife i said well i could stop now <laughs> i mean yeah right right i mean how how do you top that that was that was pretty pretty special for me so where did that that go after that so you did uh, wwf and then uh, what what happened after did you get a call back to a big promotion you start hitting the scene and you're in your
1: started like i said i found a i found a really good school in rhode island i started training i was i was there you know three four times a week uh you know uh going to different classes taking the bumps i mean learning the moves and everything and uh you know i worked a couple of uh, independent shows and then after that i, I had uh, done a, a show uh for chaotic wrestling out of massachusetts and um when i had hooked up with them it was, you know, a great time. They had offered me a, uh, you know, a consistent deal. So basically, I worked with them for, uh, for two years. And, um, you know, I while I'm still, you know, trying to craft my, uh, you know, everything I did and, to, you know, get better and better and better, uh, while at the same time, I'm also still trying to find an identity. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, who was Shortslave Samson? I had no clue. You know, I mean, my the very first match, I basically went to the ring in um, jean shorts, a tank top, a big Kango hat. These white knee pads that were like this big and uh, sneakers that and, you know, up until, you know, it transitioned throughout the years and stuff like that to what I go through now with, uh, you know, airbrushed pants and, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it definitely uh, had its transitions over the years. But yeah. And then with that, I mean, uh, you know, it's again, we're constantly transitioning if we're in the right business, if we're doing the right thing, we're trying to uh, perfect. Like I said, we're trying to perfect our character. We're trying to perfect our wrestling style. We're trying to perfect our moves. We're trying to perfect our interaction with the crowd. We're trying to, you know, uh, get better at, at selling, you know, doing the moves that are being done to us and and uh you know and all those things so as time went by i mean obviously i you know said still done other transitions as well and uh but i was always short sleeve samson even to this even to today 24 years later i'm still short sleeve samson uh so i'm pretty excited about that because many people uh they do different things in the wrestling business But that also means that they have to change their name or change their character. And um, I never had to do that. So I'm pretty excited about that.
0: Do you think that pro wrestling as a whole has grown since you started? Oh, completely.
1: It's completely grown. Yeah, I mean, it's on a a 180, Um, you know. uh, I mean, I remember when I first got into wrestling, although it was popular, um it was more of a uh, a backyard type fed what i'm saying by that is that uh you know you didn't realize that the person that you were standing next to at the grocery store was a wrestling fan because they didn't have a wrestling shirt they didn't have you know any any anything wrestling related on them or you know they didn't you know do certain things or mimic certain characters so it was almost like this uh the way i call it it's more like a a, a, a backyard or, or or a um or like a dark uh type world you know what i mean because the fact that you didn't know until you went to a wrestling show and it's like oh wait a minute here i know you you know um but then today i mean over the years it's definitely transitioned i mean let's be honest we we saw you know at that time we just saw the the, the big guys wrestle and the midgets as well as the ladies we were the special attraction we were the special of the night and uh and all and then all the way through today where basically the men and women uh you know share share tv time they share the stage they share the spotlight they share the platform but where's the midgets hmm i wonder but uh, no, it's definitely uh, transitioned over the years. And now today it's, uh, you know, it's, it's mainstream, it's popular. I mean, let's be honest, uh, WWE has done a phenomenal job on uh, trying to curb the market. You know, I mean, they're on USA still. They're on Fox Network, which is primetime television. You know, I mean, they, they have the uh, the WWE Network. Now you have a, a second company, AEW, that's, uh, you know, coming out into the limelight and uh with their talent roster and pay-per-views
0: and everything. So it's, it's definitely a whole lot more popular than when I first started. You know, over the last 15 to 20 years, it's, I mean, even the women are, you know, have a whole different, um, uh, I guess, uh, well, women are treated different in the business today. Yeah. Very, very true. And again, uh, you know, when we first started, let's be honest
1: again, uh, the, the women and, 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 you know the midget wrestlers were kind of like I said they were the special attraction they were just there for the one night you know you didn't see him on mainstream television and everything like that and uh, you know at that time uh women were more or less uh, frowned upon and looked down upon um uh, you know some were de- degraded and everything and now you see women uh you know have stepped up and are showing what they can do in the wrestling business as well as in the wrestling ring and, uh, you know, they're superstars, which kudos to them, they deserve it,
0: you know. What year in your career do you think that, you know, you had a rough start, you know, you, you needed to get some professional training? What do you think it turned around where you're like, you know what, now I feel comfortable in the ring. Now I know what I'm doing. Now I, you know what I mean? It, has that? I don't, think I, I don't think I ever know what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's be honest, <laughs> you know. Um,
1: Hey, again, it's 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 with the training, it's with the uh exposure, it's with the matches, it's with your interaction with the different feds, it's with your interaction with the fans and the people that you come in contact with. And you know, every time you do that, you basically are, you know, you're you're improving who you are. You're improving your character, you're improving your wrestling style, you know, you're you're improving. And with those improvements, basically it's a stepping stone. Where you know you're I don't think we are ever where we want to be, let's be honest. You know, but we turn around and we look behind behind us and we see the path that we have led. And then we realized, you know what? I've made it several times in this business. I've done several phenomenal things. I've had great opportunities. I basically have been able to pioneer the way you know, and, and, and how to do things and, and everything like that. So like I said, I, I don't think there's ever a point in time where we can sit there and say, you know, we know it all uh, because this is wrestling and in wrestling, you're always learning something new. I mean, heck, I've been in this for 24 years, like we already said, and I'm still learning things. But with that, I, I think that I have um, led a great career in the, you know, in my own life. And through that, I think that people are now following me because of that yeah
0: i see that you travel quite a bit yes. that's going to be exciting right to go to different places and uh wrestle in front of different crowds
1: right it's a great opportunity i mean i've been all over the U- the u.s and all over canada from coast to coast east to west north to south um you know and i've worked for some phenomenal promotions um you know and uh you know every time you work in front of a crowd it's always different uh because the fact that you know you have some crowds that you know are it's a full house and uh you know they're exciting and they're loud and they're boisterous and they're cheering and booing and all those fun things and then you go out there and you know to to have them you know cheering for you and just shouting your name and you know uh other, other things that they like to shout. Um, it's it's a great time. And then you go to some crowds and, you know, they're maybe not as cheering um, and maybe they're not as loud, but they're sitting there intently, like they're watching television and they're just watching your every move and how you do things and, you know, how you sell. And then as soon as your match is over, then they're on their feet cheering. So, you know, and then you have everybody in between that. So, you know, the fans are phenomenal. But at the same time, you know, every show is different. And, uh, you know, with that, we basically take things from it. And, uh, you know, we give ourselves uh, to them as well as to this business. And, uh, you know, we uh, wake up and the next morning
0: we do it all over again. Talk to me a little bit about your promotion. What's it called? When did it start? Basically, my
1: promotion is called the Midget Wrestling Warriors. Uh, Back in uh, 2013, I had announced that I was going to be retiring from wrestling uh, because I had basically had done it all. I mean, you know, I had been in the business for what, uh, 13 years at that time, you know, I had, uh, pretty much, you know, worked the feds. I worked WWF. I worked WWE. I've worked TNA. Um, I was on, uh, you know, national television with Hulk Hogan's micro championship wrestling. You know, I had basically done everything. And for me personally, I wanted to, um, leave wrestling but i wanted to leave it the right way and i want to do that by showing my thanks and my appreciation to the uh, promoters that supported me throughout the years as well as the fans that had supported me throughout the years so um i was halfway in my tour and basically there was an opportunity for me to start the midget wrestling warriors and uh, you know, after some careful consideration and everything, I had basically said, okay, you know, let's give it a shot. Let's see, you know, where it's going to go. Let's see if it's even going to work. Let's see if it's even going to if the name's even going to stick. Um, you know, if fans are even going to get behind it. And uh, so we had done a couple of tours up in Canada, you know, with the promotion, and I had basically gotten some uh, some guys that I had known throughout the business, and you know, I, you know, talked them into uh, basically you know, going up there and and touring with me. So we had done that. And after the first tour, I remember we did a place up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, called Cowboys. It's a it's a nightclub and casino. And um, the owner or one of the owners was there and she pulled me aside after the show was over. And she said, how do we get you here all the time? and um you know so we had talked and everything and when that happened i kind of realized that maybe i have something here maybe maybe this is something that will work you know so uh you know throughout the years i had continued on and we had done different tours as well as you know we had we had done cowboys like six seven times a year for like for like three four years straight you know which is great um and then obviously filled in the gaps with other stuff as well and you know since then we have come down into the states and we've wrestled literally from coast to coast um you know all over the place and uh so i believe now that you know my promotion the midget wrestling warriors is going to make an impact on wrestling it's going to basically pioneer where people you know have forgotten The midgets. Let's be honest. I mean, like I said earlier, that you have all the big guys that get plenty of work. You have the ladies now that's getting plenty of work. But what about the people that are under five foot two? We're forgotten about, you know. Or if we're brought on, we're brought on as a one night thing, or maybe some part of somebody's storyline where you know it may be serious, it may be comical, but it's not. It's not a um an every night thing it's not a it's not an occupation that you could basically say okay, you know what? you know I'll see you tomorrow night and I'll see you the night after that. but you know with the with what I'm doing, I can see it working and uh, you know now basically I have uh, you know twenty five people that uh, full and part-time that are working for me and uh, they do a phenomenal job and so uh, you know, it's definitely an uprising, and I'm excited about
0: it. I worked for MMA promotion for a couple of years, so I have experience in setting up the card and dealing with all the, the the talent. And do you find that challenging? Is it a little bit like herding cats? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely from Let's be honest. When you're a worker basically you 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 know you get a phone call or you know you have a promoter call you it says listen we have a show here and here's your travel and we'll see you then and you know basically we have to show up we go to the venue we have our match we get paid and we go home being a promoter is a completely different lifestyle because of the fact that you know here it is i am trying to get shows um you know i am trying to get the talent for the shows i'm trying to you know book everyone's travel book everyone's hotel accommodations book the rental cars uh you know i'm trying i'm talking to the venues i am uh, you know trying to basically get sponsors and you know fill programs and you know and get merchandise so that the, the 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 job responsibilities for a promoter is completely different than what they are for a worker um but at the same time you know it's it's it is a great time if um you know if you make it good you know it's it can also be quite i've 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 had a lot of nights where i've gotten no sleep because the fact i'm worried about tomorrow i'm worried about you know uh you know people's payroll i'm worried about you know whatever it is but everyone that comes out for the workers they enjoy working for this promotion the fans that come out and see our shows they enjoy the shows and then we you know basically tell them, listen, you know, we'll be back next time. We'll see you then. And, you know,
0: we we grow it from there. And it's it it's it's really, really good. What is it that you like so much about putting on the shows and performing for an audience? Honestly, it's it's
1: the thrill of the crowd. It really, really is. It's, you know, when, you know, you're, you're going out, whether you're a baby face or a heel, a good guy or a bad guy, It's them chanting your name or it's them booing you or it's the excitement in the crowd. And then it's the live performances because, you know, this is the one sport where we go to the ring. We put on a show in front of the crowd and we don't have pause buttons. We don't have reset buttons. We just go out there and we do it and we do it to the best of our abilities and you know when that's all said and done you hope that we have done enough where you know the crowd believes it and supports what we do and i definitely believe that everything i've done in my career everything i've done within my wrestling promotion the midget wrestling warriors has um has the fans approval
0: yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely going to make you feel good when you're getting feedback when people are, are leaving happy. Right. Yes. Yes. It La- is. Laughing, cheering, you
1: know, it does. It, it, it totally does. I mean, and again, it's like, you know. The fans, I feel, are the most important thing within the wrestling business, within any sport, within any profession, within any occupation, you know, and to acknowledge them, to recognize them, to appreciate them, to showcase your talents to them, that is who you need to showcase it to. It's not for me to showcase it so for myself, you know, because the fact that Again, I'll be wrestling tomorrow night. I'll be wrestling the night after that. So for me to showcase it to myself, I feel as though it's missing something. But to showcase it to the people that are paying their hard-earned money. They're 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 you know where they're doing their nine to five jobs over the blood, sweat, and tears and everything like that,
0: to be able to do that, I feel there's nothing better. Yeah, absolutely. How long have you known uh, Andrew, Andrew Anderson? Because when I told him that I was going to have you as a guest, he was, he was all excited. It was like, Oh man, you're going to (laughs) enjoy talking to him and he's going to be a a good guest for you.
1: Yeah. I think I've known him. God. Probably about a good six years now. Okay. Six, seven years. um, You know, and, and, and I mean, I, I remember, uh, you know, we've, we've shared, you know, uh, tables at, uh different cons whether it was a comic con or a horror con or uh you know um things like that i know that we've uh we've done a few shows together and everything but no he's a a great guy he really is he's a a great great guy but yeah i think now i've probably known him god a good six seven years now
0: he's another guy you know has a lot in common with you is i mean because he's made that path too in wrestling right i mean yes he has and he's he's done some acting and some bodyguard work i mean he's such a big guy but you know for the most part pro wrestling's driving the car for him there's people out there doing it you know a lot of people think oh i gotta get signed with this company i gotta get yes. signed with this company and there's people doing it on the independent scene correct And you know, and some of, some of the people that I've talked to that are doing it on the independent scene are, are happy and, and aren't really striving to get to the big stage. I mean, there's a lot of people that are, but there's people that are like, hey, man, I found my groove.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been doing this now full time for 14 years now, you know. Um, and again, it, there's been some phenomenal times. And uh, there's also been some hard times. I mean, it's like you know, there's there's been some times when you know I'm wrestling, 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 wrestling nonstop, constantly for X amount of time, and then all of a sudden, you know, and when that happens, the, you know, the money's good, and you know the the fans are great, and the shows are phenomenal, and you know the the, the promoters keep on coming, um, and then there's other times when there's nothing for a period of time. And, you know, it goes from the land of milk and honey to the land of dry bones. I feel as though I'm in the business I'm in for a reason. I'm in the business I'm in because of the fact I enjoy it. I'm in the business I'm in because of the fact that the fans enjoy what I do for them. And so I feel it's my responsibility to keep on pivoting so that this way there's never a a stale moment. There's never a dull time, you know. And uh, I've been successful so far, so hopefully I can keep on doing that.
0: How can fans find you? So
1: my website is midgetwarriors.com, and that's the Midget Wrestling Warriors site. And with that, you know, you can see myself, you can see Rob the Giant, you can see Kate Sal and uh, Zoe Sky, and Danica Delarouge, Rouge and Demas and Astrolux and all of the Midget Wrestling Warriors superstars on Facebook, which is uh, Short Sleeve Samson. Um, I'm also on Instagram as that. Yeah. And then uh, Twitter, I'm at samson, But uh, my promotion, you can follow it on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Midget Wrestling Warriors and on Twitter at Warrior Midgets. Uh, So, you know, we, we definitely have pretty much all of the major platforms covered. And, you know, I encourage fans to go on there, check it out. Please, you know, like us. And uh, you know, uh, support us
0: absolutely. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, oh. yeah, thank you so much. It was. I'm really glad that you came on.
1: No, I, I again, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing and your podcasting, and uh, for having me on. So I thank you, and uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, come together
0: another time and do it again.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take
0: care. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. I'm NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion, Luscious Rocky Reynolds. Yo, this is Rod Wallace Jake Davis. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Listen to stories in pro wrestling on the Russellville Podcast. Just incredible. This is ECW original, the enforcer, C.W. Anderson. This is former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Tim Storm. I'm Vinny Berry, and for more than 20 years, I've covered news and sports. Specializing in pro boxing, MMA, and wrestling. This is the juicy one, Daniel Ramon. This is the fire starter, Jay Chris. To listen, go to WrestleVille.com or on Spotify. This is Steve Wilson, the man behind the Monster Congo Kong, and you are listening to the Russellville Podcast. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives.